1: To another episode of the giant take podcast my name is josh and i'm joined by my friend and my co-host alex i said in the last episode we were gonna have some type of something coverage wise in preparation for the giants versus lions game some type of preview for it uh coming to you on friday whenever you're listening to it i don't know maybe it's the day of maybe it's the day before it's got to be one of those or even it's after the game who knows Uh, But uh, the Giants-Lions game is Friday night, and we're excited for their first preseason game of the 2023-24 season. And what we have for you is a recap of the joint practices, two days of that between the Giants and the Lions. Uh, The team has now traveled home back to New York, New Jersey, whatever you want to call it, to prepare for the game on Friday. And we are going to give a little preview to that by talking about five different players that we are looking forward to seeing and then we can even talk about some like logistical things with the game, too, if there's anything else left. But I, I think that's a good enough preview. And with that, I will say that at some point before the game, uh, we will have more in-depth uh, stuff on each of those players in an article. So stay tuned to our social media platforms to see when that article gets released about those five players we mentioned in today's episode. Okay, that's a lot of information to start. Let we do some introductions now. My name is Josh, if you're new, and I'm joined by Alex. I think I said that already. But... Alex, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, It's
0: been a, you know, kind of a slower week for us, obviously, compared to the last two weeks because of uh, no in-person training camp. But a lot of people uh, ended up reporting on the Giants-Lions joint practices. So that was good. So we got a lot of info from that. And I'm excited for the first preseason
1: game um, coming here on Friday night. So all in all, good. And uh, I'm excited. I am too. and, And with that, let's get right into the joint practices here. I'll cover day one. You cover day two. And let's start out with what happened first before the Giants even got on the field on, ooh, what would day one be? That would be Tuesday Monday. Tuesday the first unofficial jet chart was released Tuesday. by the... Tuesday. New- Tuesday. Monday. Today's Wednesday. Tuesday. Yeah, it was only two days of practice. There was practice today, practice yesterday. Tuesday. I lied. Yeah. Um. All right, so what happened Tuesday before the Giants even stepped on the field was their first unofficial jet chart uh, was released. Now, these, these depth, charts you want to call it right in quotes they're unofficial right for a reason I, I I honestly don't think they mean anything and uh Alex wanted me to put these bullet points in the doc that's it that's all I'm saying yep I'm, I'm blaming it on him I'm putting it on him he wanted to talk about these quote-unquote key things that are that are happening in the step chart however do they really mean anything people I care already so, so but here's Alex driving people in people and talking care. about how they mean something people care I care we all care Josh doesn't care. Left guard Ben Bredesen was the starting left guard, which is something to note as he was, uh, in the first two weeks of training camp, kind of losing his starting rep, so we'll have to see what that means. John Michael Schmidt, center, uh, the starting center, in on the depth chart. Mark Lewis, or sorry, Ben Bredesen was not losing his starting role. He was uh, good. It was right guard Mark Lewinsky who seemed to be losing his starting role. He was good, and uh, that was the issue. What, Alex? What do you what, what, what What's your comment now? Huh? I was just saying. You said it so far. Yeah, he was good. Like yeah, he, was, he was. Ben he Reddison was right. did very well in the first two weeks of training camp. Is that what you would like? Yeah, that's satisfactory to what you were hoping for. Yes. Okay. There you go. Moving on. Now we had Lawrence Cager, the Giants' tight end is tight end three on the depth chart. You know, for anyone who was interested, that's just not Alex. Darren Beavers is the interior linebacker two. Darnay Holmes is the starting nickel, um, which is very interesting because he was struggling throughout the first two weeks of training camp. So something to note there that he was listed as a starter. Chase and Pinnock starting safety. Eric Gray is the punt returner and Gary Brightwell as the kick returner. Now let's talk about Joe Shane a little bit. He expects Wanda Robinson to be back off the pup in a week or so, which is very big news. When I saw Robinson was starting training camp on the pupless, I honestly thought that he would go into the regular season on the pupless or get off it right before the regular season. However, it does not seem that that will be the case, and i will have a couple of weeks to train with the team before the season begins. That's absolutely great news to see. Two Achilles injuries between him and the other wide receiver, Sterling Shepard. Shepard back already off the pupless, and now Robinson hoping, hoping to come back soon. It's absolutely great news. Let's talk about the actual practice on day one itself. Daniel Jones went 6 for 8 and 7 on 7s, and the wide receivers were getting good separation. The bad news is the Giants' first-team defense gave up 8 for 8 passes in 7s. Then the first-team Giants' defense versus the Lions' offense, uh, they had a good showing, didn't allow a first down on four plays, two runs, two passes, one check down, one incompletion, and Wink showed a fun, like, little blitz scheme on the final play. Let me say this, by the way. We were not at these Lions practices in Detroit as much as we wanted to be. These are our friends at Talking Giants. Justin Pennick, Bobby Skinner giving us this information. Uh, We're just, you know, we're we're using it and they were very helpful to us for that. Micah McFadden was the first team linebacker and looked solid. Now Daniel Jones, he went 7 for 15 in 11 drills. Not so good in the first joint practice against the Lions. And a couple of those plays would have been sacks if they were able to actually sack the quarterback. When it comes to Darren Waller, his number one target, he missed a tough grab. And then DJ missed him up on the sideline. However, he still had two catches. Trey Hawkins looked good in one-on-ones. And then I mentioned Lords Cager earlier. He took an unnecessary late hit after making a catch in team drills, walked off slowly, headed to the sideline, or headed inside the building with training the training staff. However, we didn't hear anything about him not practicing on day two, meaning he probably went out there and practiced, which is a very good sign. And Alex is going to lead you the rest of the way.
0: All right, moving on now to day two, which was today. We're recording this on Wednesday. Uh, the Giants' first-team defense and second-team defense started off really strong in the team periods. The first-team defense didn't allow a first down in four straight plays. Uh, the first two plays were runs uh, for minimal gain, uh, with O'Karake having a nice uh, tackle on the run. Um, and then Leonard Williams had a sack on the third play, and then the fourth play was an incompletion. So, A little play-by-play there for that short period of time. Daniel Jones went 6-of-8 in 7-on-7s. He had touchdowns to Darren Waller and Cole Beasley. And then in 11-on-11s, Jones went 11-of-16. He had touchdowns to Darius Slayton and Darren Waller. Uh, It was overall much better and more accurate day uh, than Tuesday's practice or day one. But there were still some inaccuracies. Jones had a dropped interception by a a Lions linebacker. And also there was an underthrow. On a Darius, a, a, a route, a deep route by Darius Slayton. I should say it that way. The Giants' defense forced a total of three fumbles during uh, team periods. Two of them by Dane Belton, including one very impressive one where he punched it out. Um, and then some injury updates: offensive lineman Devery Hamilton and running back Eric uh, a, Gary Brightwell, excuse me, did not practice due to undisclosed injuries. Evan Neal with the concussion, Nacho with the groin, and Ryder Anderson triceps are the other Giants who did not practice. Uh, Brian Dable said that Hamilton and Brightwell might not be a day-to-day thing. It might be a week, nothing long-term. So, you know, some injury notes there for those guys. And I think that's pretty much it for uh, these, uh, I guess, joint practices. Only two days of joint practices, which I guess is because of the fact that the game's right on Friday. You need a rest day here on Thursday before the game is on Friday. But, um, you know, a short period, and uh, we'll see how everything goes on Friday. And uh, I guess that's a good transition for me to send
1: it over to Josh to start us off on the five players to watch. All right. So like Alex said, and like I said earlier, we're going to preview the Giants-Lions game on Friday, just like we intended to do. And that is five players to watch. What five players are we looking at that are not? I mean, yes, they are going to be starters in the regular season. Maybe the rookies, their youngsters, people we haven't seen before. I'm just going to get right into it. And number one is going to be Jalen Hyatt. It makes a lot of sense. It's the speed. He's a rookie. We traded up for him. There's a lot of hype about Jalen Wyatt, Jalen Hyatt going into the regular season. And let's see what he does against the Lions in the preseason. I don't think the Giants are going to rest. It's going to suck, by the way, if any of these guys are actually rested on Friday. And we're going to, it's going to be a little bit, I mean, not embarrassing because we didn't know it was coming and just going to be upsetting, Uh, but I don't think Hyatt will rest because People are going to want to see him, and I think the Giants coaching staff is going to want to see him as well. How can he run routes? That's another big thing. Yes, we know he has the speed, and he could do a go route whenever he wants to get open deep. But the thing is, at Tennessee, that was his main form of offense and of his playmaking skills was there. We even had the clip that went viral of him talking with an NFL scout or an NFL coach of some sort, where the the, the coach was like, yeah, your one perk is your speed. And he was like, I have a little bit more than that, buddy. Uh, Or, you know, coach, as he nicely put it, you know, as a very nice guy who's doing the right thing. See, I would have said buddy if it was me, if he told that to my face, right? And I thought I was better than that. Uh, So we're going to have to see how his route running is and what Rats the Giants give him. But that is my number one player. Uh, Well, not number one. It's it's no particular order, but that is the first player uh, that we want to watch in the game on Friday.
0: All right, uh, the second and third players I'm going to talk about here have actually pretty much been facing off e- against each other all camp, uh, so it's kind of a funny one, but the first one we've got is John Michael Schmidt center. Um, he's had a pretty solid camp uh, besides a few reps against Dexter Lawrence, but then again, who can uh, say anything about that? No one's blocking Dexter Lawrence one-on-one, especially when you're looking at the size comparison between the two. Uh, Schmidt's obviously a second-round pick, a lot of high hopes pretty much penciled in to be the starting center. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how he gets along on Friday, whether it is with Daniel Jones or Tyrod Taylor or even um, Tommy DeVito in terms of his snap style, you know, adjusting to the NFL rhythm and stuff like that. Um, Nick Filato actually pointed this out on Twitter. I did not notice it in the original clip, but uh, during the clip that the Giants released today of that Darius Slayton touchdown or the two-point conversion on the Darius Slayton touchdown, Uh, off of a touchdown, Darius Jones to Darius Slayton on the two-point conversion. There you go. That's a better way of saying it. Jones kind of steps up in the pocket before uh, throwing it to the uh, corner of the end zone to Darius Slayton. I didn't notice it. I was just watching Slayton, obviously, uh, against whoever he was going up against the Lions DB. But if you notice, the reason Jones is able to step up in the pocket, and Nick Filato mentioned this, it's because John Michael Schmitz had such a good rep against whoever the interior lineman was, defensive lineman was of the uh, Lions, and he kind of he won that rep so well that Jones was able to step up into the clean pocket and deliver that ball to Slayton for the two-point conversion. So um, I'm excited to see hopefully more of that on, um, on Friday. I'm sure there's going to be some bumps and bruises along the way, but uh, an exciting player to watch. And then moving to the other side of the ball, we got Jordan Riley, um, who was a fifth-round rookie out of Oregon. Um, a player who uh, came in, you know, a lot of people just said, okay, he's just coming in because he's huge, he's humongous. Uh, you saw that in the rookie practices, or in the training camp practices, excuse me, um, where he just looked humongous. He Even next to Dexter Lawrence, he looked big, uh, and that's saying something. And uh, he kind of had a slow start to camp, not a lot mentioning uh, him, you know, ha- not much around him altogether. But as starters, certain players started to get injured, Uh, We saw some rest days for players like Leonard Williams, uh, Nacho. We saw more and more Jordan Riley reps um, and eventually even got to see him with the first team uh, on the second day of Lions-Giants joint practices uh, where he was going up uh, against some of the Lions starting interior linemen. He was winning a lot of reps. Uh, He had a couple of good run stops, um, according to Talking Giants, I think I saw on their Twitter. And he's a player who has slowly been getting into the rhythm of things in the NFL and Uh, I'm interested to see how he does against some of those more backup offensive linemen that he'll probably be facing
1: uh, against the Lions on Friday night. Our next player here, so it'd be number four on the list, and the story writes itself for this guy. It's Deontay Banks. He's our first-round pick. He's a guy that you're going to want to see on the field. Struggled the first few days of Giants training camp. Let's not get it wrong. We're going to see how he faces the Detroit Lions wide receivers. Do you think Amon Ross St. Brown is going to play Alex? That's a question we're going to ask. If he does. Deontay Banks is probably going to face him if he plays. That would make sense, right? Um, I'm trying to think of like other wide receivers that are on the line. I just... They got uh, DJ Chark,
0: I believe, is still there. Um, he's a pretty solid wide out. They've got... Who else? They obviously have Jamison Williams. I assume he'll be participating, despite the fact that he suspended for the first six weeks uh, for the gambling, I think, was his issue, right? I think. I'm not sure. Maybe it was something else, but I'm pretty sure it was the gambling, but... Yeah, so the, the Lions have a decent receiving core. I feel like they drafted a receiver this year too, Josh.
1: I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. What happened? I said maybe they uh, drafted a receiver this year. I'm not sure. I'm looking right now. Sorry, actually. That's why I was like, what? Uh, they have Denzel Mims. Yeah, they traded for him from the Jets. They have Marvin Jones Jr. as well. Yeah. And, uh, and Josh Reynolds. So those amazing the guys. The main uh, the main guy I'm looking for is Amon Ross St. Brown, if he does play, and Deontay Banks plays, if he's going to square up against him and how that is going to work out. But anyway, sorry, that took longer than expected because we were going through the Lions wide receiver core. But um, Deontay Banks is a guy that we're looking forward to seeing on Friday, and uh, let's see what he's got, right? I mean, it's really exciting. We're excited to see him play. Let's just hope he plays well.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the wide receivers are relevant for this next guy, too. Uh, With Trey Hawkins. I just realized, by the way, all five of our players, we didn't even think about it this way. We weren't trying to do anything in any specific way, but all five of these players are rookies from this year's class, which I guess is kind of goofy now that I'm thinking of it. But, you know, Josh and I sat down and we said, okay, who are we looking forward to? We kind of had a list of 10 to 15 players and we narrowed it down, and these are the guys we wanted to see. So uh, I guess, you know, we didn't even have in our minds, like, oh, we want to do rookies or not rookies or whatever it may be. So, uh, this might just show you how strong this rookie class is, or at least we hope it could be uh, because of how many players we have on this list. But anyway, let me get back to the fifth and final player, Trey Hawkins, who has been the training camp standout. Uh, he has kind of blown all expectations out of the water, a six round pick, um, 199th overall, I believe. Um, so it was just, um, you know, it's been really surprising how how well he's been doing. He's been getting first team reps recently. Uh, obviously later in regular open Giants training camp, and then again, in joint practices with the Lions. Uh, Apparently, he was doing really, really well in one-on-one drills uh, against the Lions wide receivers. Some of those who you just mentioned, Josh, Marvin Jones, Josh Reynolds, Amon Ra. uh, So, you know, lots of good talent on that team. And, um, you know, I think Trey Hawkins, we got to see what he looks like in a full game situation. Is he going to be as good as he looks in camp, right? All the time you see these training camp standouts. David Sills is the first name that comes to mind, who looks great in practice, but then when it gets to game time, he just doesn't look the same. Is that going to be what Trey Hawkins is like? We all are hoping not, right? But you never know. Uh, So, you know, he's got to back up what his play has been on the practice field, on the football field, on the actual stadium football field, I should say. Uh, So that's our fifth and final player uh, for these five players to watch.
1: And just to recap the five players, so we remind everyone who we're looking forward to, and you can put it down in your notepads for yourselves as well. Number one is Jalen Hyde, again, in no particular order, but uh, one is Jalen Hyde, two is JMS, John Michael Schmitz, three is Jordan Riley, four is Deontay Banks, and five is Trey Hawkins. All right, and with that, um, you know, it's it's a lot and not much to cover, right? I think there's a lot to cover, and we just kind of got through it quickly. There's a lot to look forward to. Alex, before we kind of wrap everything up, uh, which we're not doing just yet. Is there any other logistical points you want to mention about the game? Like anything else you're looking forward to, not just those five players that kind of stand out to you or you're you're done?
0: Well, what I would say is you're right that it was a lot of content, but you know, a lot of what we do on this podcast is kind of analyze the content. And I don't think there was a lot to analyze uh, per se, I guess you could say for the practices, obviously we weren't really there. So it's hard to analyze what we don't really, uh, you know, we, what we haven't seen firsthand. And then Obviously, we talked uh, more in depth about the players to watch, but um, overall about the game, I'm interested to see how this offense flows, right? Um, You know, second year now under Mike Kafka, you know, continuity. Um, If Daniel Jones plays, I'd like to see how he looks. Saquon Barkley, you know, all the main guys, obviously. And then on defense, I really want to see, is Wink going to be more aggressive, uh, you know, than he was even last year? Are we going to see a lot of blitzing in this game, which could make it, Uh, difficult to evaluate certain players on defense for sure Um, and I'm interested in that seeing how the offensive line holds up is another thing uh, that I'm kind of excited to see from all reports we've heard so far O-line has held up pretty well during the Lions uh, Giants joint practices they were pretty decent during open training camp as well so uh, let's see how that cohesive unit um, you know kind of does together I doubt Andrew Thomas is going to play doesn't look like Evan Neal is probably not going to play either with the concussion so uh, you know, the two swing tackles, who are they going to be? That's interesting as well. And you kind of get a better idea. You know, we were talking about that unofficial depth chart earlier. Um, you know, it doesn't really matter. You're right, Josh, because it really matters how that's implemented in game time, right? Um, you know, tight end three, when Darren Waller's not in the game, how involved is Lawrence Cager or is it just the Daniel Bellinger show? For example, that's just one example of, uh, you know, how the depth chart could be implemented, how guys are really seen by this coaching staff. So, um that's what I'm kind of excited to see for on Friday. You
1: think we see Daniel Jones on Friday? I do not know. Yeah, I agree. I, I think I think we see Jones at some point during the preseason. I think he plays on at least one of the games, just to get him a little bit ready. Maybe it's one series. Um, but I, I don't think we see Jones on Friday either. I don't think we see Jones. I don't think we see Thomas. Barkley.
0: I don't I don't think we see Saquon and I don't think we see Dexter Lawrence. Would be my guess. But everyone else has a go. For at least his yeah. Leonard Williams, maybe. Dory Jackson, maybe. Besides that, everyone else, yeah. Darren Waller? Oh, I always forget about Darren Waller now. I'm like, why, like, how do you forget about him? Yeah. I think he'll play. I think he'll play. Xavier McKinney? I think he'll play. I think he's definitely going to... I I would say like he's like 80% he's going to play.
1: Do we see... Oh my gosh, I'm forgetting his name. Um... Ty- like Thibodeau and Ojulari, maybes, too. Not is it Tyler Lyons, the backup long snapper. Lyons is the last name. Do we see Lyons, the backup long snapper for the New York Giants, come in for a field goal or punt? These are the real. See, this is why people tune into this podcast for the real questions. Is Cam Lyons? Cam the Lyons. Snap? We even know the full name here on the podcast. Yeah, we How know. Much we know. Giants knowledge we're invested in. We know the backup long snapper's full name, ladies and gentlemen. You, we we know what school he went
0: to too. I know he went to Nebraska. There you go. No one else knows this. this, this no one else content knows that
1: you get on the Giant take podcast. No, no one else. knows this. Um, I'm gonna go hot take. I think we do. I yeah, think we do. I do. That would be a crazy take. I mean, yeah, I agree. I agree, man. I mean, like obviously, uh, and I, I do. I'm very interested to see the uh, last two quarters of the game, which I assume will be started by Mr. Tommy DeVito. Syracuse alum, very excited for him. You know, I wish he had a little bit of a better training camp. I mean, it makes sense for an undrafted rookie quarterback. But, you know, that I'm going to Syracuse in the fall, I would hoping that the, the Syracuse alum would be a little bit better. But let's see how he faces this Lions team. He'll be playing in probably two or three quarters uh, on Friday. So I'm excited to see Tommy DeVito. That's one of the things I'm excited to see. He's on our five-player list, but I'm excited to watch him. And then, um, you know, you you broke down all the, all of these things. You kind of covered it all. Um, I'm, I'm interested. Do we see Dable getting hot on the sideline? You know, do we get a little cut of the camera to him yelling at a guy on the bench? Do we see that Brian Dable intensity way early in preseason week one? And I definitely could see that. Maybe it's a guy that's off the bench who doesn't really know what he's doing and Dable gets into him a little bit. So that's another thing. Um, okay. With that being. Prediction. I got a prediction. Go for it. I've got a, I've got a prediction. Ryan Jones touchdown. Okay. I mean, that's a, that's a prediction. Yeah. Um, I don't okay. like to do any predictions because, like, we're not there yet. Obviously, you know, our normal um, our normal preview episodes for anyone who's kind of new here or kind of forgot about it, we do, like, the one player on each, on the the other team that we're facing and on our own team that we think will stand out as well as a score prediction. We're just we're not going to do that here. It's a preseason game. We're just going to have fun with it. Um, but we did do a, a full-on preview. Alex, by the way, you're listening. He's giving me, like, this whole side eye. He's running around. He's, like, really upset. He's stomping the ground currently, uh, you know. I'm not stomping. (laughs) He did give me like a little what for reaction, shrugged the shoulders like, what are you talking about? Why not? You know exactly why not. We're going to have fun. It's going to be a fun Friday night, and uh, we'll come to you at some point with a recap to that game. Right, Alex? I think we'll do a a recap. Yeah. I yeah. love how we have these conversations live on the podcast because we, we, we don't know our next move. So we just discuss it with our audience. It's great.
0: Big Souls, you know what? I feel like we're indecisive when we're off air or all, we're not on air, actually, we're recording. When we're when we're not recording, I should say, I feel like we're indecisive. And then we like talk about it for like a full 30 minutes. But we're like right now, we're like agreeable on things. We're like, you know what? We'll do it at a time.
1: And it's like, yeah, we'll do it at some yeah. time in the future. Yeah, of course. It's just, I, I want you to know, you listening haven't you you get the in like this is like yeah. you're in the business calls between us right it's just but it's just you're hearing it right B- now the business calls is one way to put it for sure <laughs> but uh yeah you'll hear a recap from us at some point either over the weekend or on Monday of this Giants Alliance preseason game and with any other news that comes about uh, we thank you so much for listening hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen like I said stay tuned for that five players article That'll be coming out somewhat soon, at least before the game. That we have a deadline for because we have to get it out before the game uh, on Friday night. And then uh, follow us on those social media channels at the Giant Take Pod on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Alex on Twitter at Anorian23. I'm on Twitter at Joshola29. Um, and all that stuff that I just rambled through basically will be in the podcast description. Okay, Alex, you can close this one out whenever you're ready.
0: All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Um, a really exciting week now. First week of football, or
1: real football, I should say, for the Giants. Hope everyone has fun time watching. Oh, I lied. I'm not done. Sorry. Sorry. Oh. We we, we, all, like, we do our NFL picks today of the season, which we're not going to do. But what I am going to say is, did you notice the slate of the games? It's actually beautiful. There's like a no. different amount of games each day. So it's like I think it starts on Thursday with a couple games, and it's like a couple games sprinkled in on Friday, then Saturday, then Sunday. Like they're spaced out. So you I kind of care. watch. A- I'm not watching another team's preseason game. I'm not, I'm gonna be honest. You're not gonna watch any other games besides the Giants one. No, seriously. No. There's no like backup quarterback you want to see. I don't know. I'd have to think about. Yeah, it. Yeah, you have to think about it. I, I mean, I think I'm gonna dabble. I gonna like, like I watched the first two series of the uh, Hall of Fame game, and I was like, yeah. But I feel yeah, like there I are gonna been. be some teams where you're gonna want to see like some some starting um, like what about oh my gosh, um. I already forgot about. And literally had it in my head what team it was. Where uh, like
0: maybe some of the rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, that's what I'm
1: saying. Right? I mean, Panthers. look at Tampa Bay. Like, what are they going to do? No more Brady. Baker Mayfield. Like, what's going to happen there? You know. Mm-hmm. So, just games like that. I don't know. I like. I, what I sorry. I didn't mean to cut it right at the end there. I just like to say when you when you said first big first week like actually back. I like. I wanted to mention how I liked how they they're sprinkling in the games. I like a little Thursday, a little Friday. They're giving you like an appetizer, like a little sample, a little taste.
0: Oh, God. All right. Sorry.
1: Thank you, everyone. Unfortunately, I apologize.
0: With that, thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode of the Giant Take Podcast. And like I was trying to say before, hope everyone has a really good uh, Friday night and enjoys a little Giants preseason week one before it gets serious uh, come September time. Thank you. See you next time. Peace.